3w Africa Link With the coronavirus having firmly taken hold across sub-Saharan Africa, it is set to take months, if not years, for the virus to be eradicated or even brought under control. But what do you do when faced with another deadly infectious virus such as Ebola? One country is already finding out. This is a DW Africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus. I'm Kai Neve. The Ebola virus returned to the Democratic Republic of Congo in early June. This means the Central African country is battling two highly contagious viruses, and Ebola has already claimed lives in the northwestern province of Ekater. Simultaneously, at least 78 people have been killed by COVID-19 and the number of positive cases has passed 3,600. Here's DW's Jean-Noël Bamweze from Kinshasa. The coronavirus has already affected 10 of the Democratic Republic of Congo's 26 provinces. This COVID-19 started here in March, while the North Kivu province's territory of Beni was already affected by Ebola virus. The Ebola epidemic resurfaced last week in Bandaka, the capital city of the Equator province. The coordination of the civil society experts has called on Congolese to make sure they respect prevention measures and the government to care about citizens across the vast country. Diedone Mushagalusa is the coordinator of the civil society experts. We have called on inhabitants to respect all the health-related rules for them to be able to fight the spread of the Ebola virus. We also want the government to do the best in order to help people fight Ebola. You know, facing both Ebola and coronavirus, people will have serious problems, so the government should bring the necessary assistance. Both Ebola and COVID-19 viruses are deadly diseases. But perhaps surprisingly there is no panic here. Most of people I have spoken to are optimistic. Maisha Nyandwe is a teacher. You know, in DRC, we have many ways to face all those diseases, but that depends on what the government can give us. We have doctors who help us to face those kind of disease. Health professionals are confident and believe there is nothing complicated. Ino Samulumba, head of Christerua Health Care Center, says the government works with partners and always wins. I'm sure we will make it as we have technicians, and the government is always supported by international partners. I believe it will work and both diseases will end. But we have to think about prevention as it's always better to prevent. What is more concerning is the economic impact of the two diseases simultaneously on daily life. According to Pauline Mukunai, a businessman, nothing is moving and earning a living has become even harder. All activities are so down, we are going to die. Because there are some people who are living only for traveling, buying things and bringing here in the capital. But today, sickness is in some provinces. It will be difficult so that they may go there. That's why we are asking the government to do quickly and get a solution of those sickness. Two DRC provinces are hit by this 11th Ebola epidemic. Those are Equator and North Kivu. Jean-Noël Bamweze with those voices from the DRC. Liberia was seriously affected by an Ebola outbreak from 2014 to 2016. 
more than 4,800 people in the West African nation died. Evelyn Pade met some of the survivors. Thirty-four-year-old Abu Kone hails from Lofa County in northern Liberia. Lofa County is where the first case of Ebola was discovered in 2014. Kanem believes his faith and prayers kept him alive. In my, town, almost in my town, almost 400 people died, and I lost two of my immediate family members. One is my mother and one of my siblings as well. The situation was very tough. When I arrived at the health facility, five persons died. So the fear was that I could die any time because you see your friend dying. Another was that if I die, what will happen to my family? In case I die, what will happen to my family? But Kanan says surviving Ebola left him stigmatized, which he could not shake off. The first thing I almost lost my job. I almost lost my job. The organization tried to pay for two months without going to work. But the first day I appeared in the office, almost everybody left. Almost everybody left the office. The Ebola crisis left deep unseen scars on Liberians. Ebola survivors are often traumatized by ambulance serene rolling in the distance. Now, as the number of COVID-19 cases increases, a new crisis has emerged, a mental health pandemic. James Harris lost 10 members of his family to Ebola. When we heard that COVID-19 was in Liberia, when we heard that COVID-19 was in Liberia, I was actually traumatized. I went home and could not do anything. There is no survivor you can ask who will tell you that the government of Liberia provided psychosocial counseling for us. It's false. Family members neglected us, but we just have to continue living. And just continue living. For him, Liberia's COVID-19 outbreak amidst the huge psychosocial counseling gap is scary. Six years ago, Tupi Kwayu survived Ebola, but she lost several members of her family, including her two children. COVID-19 and a lack of psychosocial counseling have reawakened her trauma. Nobody to counsel me. Nobody to counsel me. I feel for those survivors who will survive COVID-19. Because for the government officials who survived COVID-19, I don't see much problem because they have the finances to cater for their health. But for the common people, they don't have anything. I feel for them. I feel for them in the process. Ebola survivors suffer depression, anxiety and stigmatization and are hoping Ebola does not re-emerge during COVID-19 pandemic. But that is exactly what's happening in the DRC. It's a health worker's nightmare. An Ebola epidemic during a global pandemic threatening to break free in the DRC, which also battles war, instability and incredible poverty. We spoke to former Ebola frontline fighter Dr. Gobe Logan about the prospect of fighting the infectious diseases at the same time. In this process of fighting Corona, Ebola strokes, for me, it will increase the challenges further. By extension, it will have huge health consequences as well. As you know, Ebola kills faster than that of uh, coronavirus. In a situation with Ebola, in three days, if no one really helps you and you are sick, you should be a dead person. Unlike that in coronavirus. In the process of fighting coronavirus, 
Is it possible to battle two pandemics at the same time, like Ebola and COVID-19 in tropical country? Moving resources to where the epidemic is from the international community, it will take some time. It happened during the Ebola crisis. In the first three months of the Ebola crisis in Liberia, it was very, it was a tough time for Liberia, about three to four months. How vital is donor support in the fight against Ebola and COVID-19? Coronavirus is a pandemic, but it's also a serious economic issue. And if we will have to crack down on this virus, then African countries, their government, the citizens, everyone need to support. But at the same time, we need to stretch our hand out and ask for help. Having beaten the Ebola outbreak in Liberia, what could be your tips for supporting Ebola without diminishing efforts against COVID-19. My advice on the situation with DRC is to remove the trigger. And the trigger there is the armed conflict for the coronavirus and the Ebola virus. Is there a way to make some kind of temporary peace? Even if it is going to be a peace for a year to allow health workers to move in, and do their job. Battling two pandemics at once is a monumental task on its own. Add in state instability and the sheer size of the Congo and the health situation in the DRC could be standing on the edge of a precipice. This was a DW Africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus. From myself, Kanebe and Asumtalatos, stay safe and join us again next time.